Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Life is full of unexpected moments from car repairs to vet bills. Aspire Credit Card is there for you. The Aspire Cashback Rewards Card empowers you to manage everyday needs and surprises while rewarding you with 3% cashback rewards on gas, groceries, and utilities, plus 1% on all other eligible purchases. Worried about your credit? With Aspire, less than perfect credit is okay, and you can see if you pre-qualify without affecting your credit score. Visit Aspire.com and see if you pre-qualify. Accept it at your favorite stores where you use MasterCard. Visit Aspire.com and see if you pre-qualify today. Build. Grow. Aspire. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on. Suit on. Giving them a like a million bucks, bucks. Turn it on, yeah, turn it on. Steve Harvey, I'm on, y'all. Turn it on. 
turn them out. Steve Harvey got to turn them out. I sure will. A good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. How good is God to me? And uh, part of the mission and the reason that I have a radio show is to is to become a sharer, more and more of a sharer. You know, um, I used to hear my mother say it to me all the time, but God blesses you to become a blessing. And I think the more you understand that about yourself, I think the more blessings will flow your way. I think that once you understand the principle that, uh, you know, it, it, but it's kind of tied together with some other scriptures and I'm not too knowledgeable about them, of course, as usual, but I do know what I've heard, you know, and you know, if you look at something simple as do unto others as you would have them do unto you, uh, wouldn't you want somebody to help you if you needed help? I just know how to get it down there to where I've been able to understand it. If, if, if there's a scripture similar that it says do unto others as you would have them do unto you, or if that's, you know, in a prayer, would not you want somebody to help you if you needed help? You've heard you reap what you sow. Do you understand that if you sow discord, that discord is going to come your way? That if you hate, hate going to come your way. If you blog nothing but negative comments about people, your life will be filled with negativity. If all you do is talk about people, then guess what? Somebody got to turn that gun around and talk about you. See, it, it just stands to reason. So what I've learned in my life and through all the, the trials and tribulations that I've had is to take those lessons and share them with people in case you ain't heard it from somebody else. See, sometimes, and the reason it seems like I'm redundant at times is which I am is because I'm always trying to find a different way to say the same thing because it's a funny thing, man. You got to hear it a certain way for it to click with you. How many times have I heard a saying and then I heard it a different way that it clicked with me? You know, I've heard uh, this saying right here. Remember this now. Everybody's not happy for you. We've all heard that, right? Everybody's not happy for you. Well, that's very simple. I don't need no explanation. That simply means of all the people you know or do not know, when something happens to you and you're celebrating it, everybody not going to join in on the celebration. That's all that is. But then you take it one step further. My father used to say something to me all the time. He said, son, everybody come with you, can't go with you. I didn't get that when I was 15. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. He said, you're going to lose some of these friends you got along the way. But I don't care where you get in life. Know this right here. Everybody can't go with you. If you are constantly trying to improve yourself, you constantly have to take assessment of the people around you. Because if you are going to continue to go and continue to grow, then guess what? You got to have people that's on the go and willing to grow. 
or else guess what? You're going to learn a valuable lesson. You know, the late uh, boxing promoter, Butch Lewis. I was talking with Butch Lewis one time. And uh, man, what a good brother, man. He say every successful man is doing what I call he got rope work to do. He got rope work to do. He got to put in work on rope. And I'm sitting there listening to Butch Lewis and all the money he had made and all the people's lives he had changed and all of the moves he was making and his and incredible skills as a negotiator on behalf of some very, very wealthy people. He was just an, an amazing man with no education, but he read everything. He Butch Lewis read all the, all the papers, all the periodicals. That brother knew everything. He said, uh, you got to put in rope. And I was sitting there listening. He said, here's the analogy, little brother. He said, you are on rope. There's a thick rope you have on no shirt. You have on some tattered clothes. You have on no shoes. Your shorts is cut off just below the knee and they tatted. You got dirt on you and you're sweating. There's this huge, huge raw rope over your shoulder. There's burn marks on all of your shoulder. Connected to that rope is a wagon. That wagon has all your weight on it all your responsibilities, all the people you're responsible for, all your children, your wife, your family members, your employees, your your co-workers, your friends, they all on that wagon, man. They just sitting there. He's saying what you got to do is you got to pull that wagon up the hill. Now, only thing with it is can't nobody help you pull your wagon. You pull your wagon alone. He said, now, what you can do along the way of pulling your wagon is you can find yourself a good wife, a good woman. He said, now, what that woman does is she get down off the wagon. She fan you while you pull it. She put water on you while you pull it. She put stuff in your mouth while you pull it. She kick rocks out the way while you pull it. But she... But she pulling for you. But she is equally as important as you are on the pull of the rope. He said, you hear me clearly now, young soldier. He said, nah, get this here. He said, it's people on your wagon that you're responsible for. But you want the people on your wagon to help you get your wagon to the top. So what you hope is that they got their foot hanging over the side, pushing. They got one leg over the back or maybe both legs over the back. Pushing. They got they might have their butt on the wagon, but they push you with both legs. They back facing your back. Maybe some of them facing you, but one of them got left leg hanging over trying to push. And you hope that all them people on the wagon you pulling is back there at least trying to help the wagon get to the top of the hill. Here go your problem though. Everybody ain't pushing. Everybody ain't pushing. Ain't everybody ain't pulling. Everybody ain't kicking rocks out the way. You got some people on your wagon that's just laying on the wagon, drinking lemonade, looking at you, talking about how long it's taking you to get your wagon up to the top, looking at you, talking about why this wagon's so slow. Then when you start picking up, picking up speed, they want you to pull harder, you to pull faster, you to pull more. Then they want you to throw what you done earned on the way up the hill back to on the wagon so they can have more. But guess what? They ain't helping you get more. But they got a sense of entitlement that since you got more, they should have more. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. Sometimes 
sometimes you got to kick the people off the wagon that ain't pushing and pulling and say, hey, man, I'm sorry. I thought I could do this with you, and I thought you was going with me. But it's clear to me you ain't nothing but dead weight, and it ain't my responsibility to carry dead weight anymore. I have carried you as long as I have to carry you. You are no longer my responsibility. I'm responsible for my family, my wife, my children. I'm not responsible for you. You got to get off my wagon because I'm a man on rope. I'm on a mission, baby. I'm pulling. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective, from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's here, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's sitting right here in the present, current. (laughs) What do you think you're listening to? (laughs) It's us. All us. Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's what it is. Come on, y'all. Get glad about it. Man, this is a great day, man. We still here. Amen. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, the mouth of the South, Junior, a government name, Kill Sprates, and the legend that is Nephew Tommy. This is us. I'm blessed today. Junior, come on, cheer me up, man. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, Uncle, I don't know if y'all had this problem before, but I have. I bet you have, Uncle, because a lot of your family (laughs) wasting your time. Boy. Let me me tell you something. My cousin T trial today. His trial? Yeah, his trial today. Last night, we had a prayer Zoom call last night for T and the trial today. T on trial for breaking and entering. What are we praying for? <laughs> what is we in here praying for? I don't even know why I'm on the Zoom. They said, please, everybody, bow their head. I kept looking. I'm not praying for this. It was T. It was for breaking and entering. He was in there. They got him. What do we? God know the evidence is there. They got the evidence. What is we, what is we praying for? The angels in heaven know T did it. Everybody saw it. What is we up here praying for? Do we do we have any positive words? They going from family member to family member. Any positive words for uh, T as he go to trial in the morning? Yeah, guilty. That's what I got. Is it on tape, dude? Is it on no, tape? it's on tape. It's on ring camera. Everything. He all through the people's house. They see everything. They got him coming in the house and in the house, house and all throughout the house. What the That's hell is we breaking praying for? Breaking and entering. Lord. Breaking and entering all day long. The man came home, asked one question you can hear clearly on the Zoom. What you doing here? He knows he don't belong there. What is we wasting our time praying for? I'm still sick of my family. I want out. 
Come on out. I love your family. Every time we got something going on, we got to have a prayer Zoom call. This ain't working. Talking about, Lord, if you would intervene, intervene. That judge about to intervene by 430 this evening. That judge going to be in there guilty. You got to come back for sentencing too? Nah. Nah, man. I'm not wasting my time. Man. Nah, I'm not doing that. You got to pray for people that's already guilty. What is we asking the Lord for? You say they ask the Lord to intervene. Yeah. They ask the Lord, please come in and intervene. For what? <laughs> With all the stuff he got to do, he got to move these clouds. He got to get the sun up in the morning. What do he bother them for? He got to get the sun up. Yeah. We out here talking day. about what T.D. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if ain't Cheryl don't quit this, I don't know why she calling us to come together for this boy here. He going down. It's guilty. I know. It got right on to me. Do you have anything positive you want to say to T? Yeah, guilty. That's it. Let's move on. Let's just get on. You did on. it. You did it. Was yeah. he on the Zoom? Yeah, he was on the Zoom. <laughs> he got about five years coming. What the hell I'm scared for? <laughs> I ain't going to see T till 2027. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> not mad about T. <laughs> Man, let's just do the show, y'all. I'm just upset today. T, he's a little upset. T got to go sit down for a minute. <laughs> yeah, Poor fool. I got to get up at five in the morning to be here at work. I ain't got time for this. Say the Lord busy. The Lord got to All get right. the sun up. All right, Junior. I love your family, though. I'm Me telling too. you. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. Neff, what you got? Oh, surely. You know, we're going to wake up bright and early with this ignorance. We did it yesterday. We're going to do it again today. This is a run that prank brag. This right here is about to turn your lights off. Everybody has heard that phrase before, about to turn heard your it. lights off. You didn't hear it in the past tense. Turn your lights off. Turn them off. Okay. We've all been on that. In that struggle at one time or another. About to turn your lights off. Cat dog, if you would. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to find Gerard, please. Get us now. Hey, Gerard, how you doing? This is uh, Mason, man. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that turns the lights on and off if you haven't paid your bill. And I'm okay. over here at your house. I'm, I'm actually getting ready to turn the, the lights off, but I'm trying to... Uh, it's a courtesy call we're supposed to give. If people can pay their bill before we turn them off, then we collect and we keep moving. You say, you say who, who you who are you again? I'm Mason. Exactly. So you say you about to do what? I'm, I'm getting ready to turn the lights off because the bill hasn't been paid. I'm getting ready to turn the power off. Are are, are you here at the house? No, I'm at work. Okay. Well, listen. Is there anyone at the house that can make a payment? Make a payment. The payment right now that I have is two hundred twenty-one dollars and thirty-six cents. Is that right? For what? The electric? For the electric bill. Yes, sir. No, no, sir. No, sir. No, no. There's nobody at the house, and I don't think I owe that much. Well, that's what I have right now. It's $221.36. Now, see, see, my wife, she already paid that, see. Okay, well, I, they don't have a record of that. I, I'm in your driveway right now. I'm getting ready to turn this thing off but, until a payment has been made. Well, see, there's, there's nobody home right now. Okay, well, if no one is here, then I have to follow through and continue and, and go ahead and... and, and, and Turn the power off until everything is rectified. Oh, 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 you in my driveway? I'm in your driveway. Sir, is there anyone here? Or how far are you from here? I'm at work. I can't get off right now, but you, you got to get out my driveway. No, no, sir. I'm not going to be able to leave your driveway until I actually turn the power off. Can't turn my power off. I got food in the refrigerator. My kids got fish that, you know, 
Come on, man. Well, what, do you, what do you mean you got fish? What does that mean? I can be there in 30 minutes to give you the cash right now. Sir, what, 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 what do you mean when you say you got fish? Fish, fish tank. Oh, a fish tank. You have a fish tank? Okay, well, sir, I, I, I understand that, but... Uh, sir, listen, I'll be there in 30 minutes. You stay right there. Don't touch nothing, okay? So I can't, I can't be here 30 minutes. I can't wait that long. 30 minutes, I'll be there with cash, and I'll pay you, what is it, 200, what? We don't, we don't accept cash, sir. We're going to need a money order. I don't have time to go to. I'll be there with the cash, 30 minutes. I can't take cash. Are you listening to me, sir? Are you listening to me? I'm listening to you. I can't take cash. I need a money order. I'll be there in 30 minutes, okay? Sir, I have to cut, I have to turn your power off if you're not here. I give everybody 10 minutes. 10 minutes where they can pay it, or we can actually turn it off. Now, you tell me what you want me to do. I'm going to call my wife real quick, all right? Real quick. Sir, I don't have time to call you. I don't I don't have time for that. First of all, sir, you, you, I'll get me upset. My wife don't mess up bills, okay? First of all, okay? Okay, if she doesn't mess up bills, then what the hell is going on? I don't know. I'm going to call her real quick. We'll get this straight, okay? Okay, well, sir, I don't have real quick time. What we have to do right now is I have to do this. I have to either turn your power off, you get it turned on. Now, listen, listen. I can come back and turn this thing right back on next week. It'll be a $150 penalty. But to, to reconnect me. First of all, you need to get the out of my yard, first of all. So I call your supervisor. Sir, I'm here because I'm supposed to be here. I'm here because you haven't paid your bill. I'm going to call my wife and look at this thing right now. I'm here because you haven't paid your bill. I paid my bill. My wife paid my bill. Well, how do you know she paid it? Because you don't know a damn th You don't know anything. Hold up. Hold up. Sir, trust me. My wife paid the bill. It's a mistake in your system. Get out of my yard now. Are you at... Avenue. Yeah, that's correct. But what, I'm in. I'm in. The, then I'm in the right place, sir. And you haven't paid your bill, and I've been ordered to turn it off. I tell you what. Tell you what. Tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be there in 30 minutes. I'm, I'm not gonna be, gonna be here. I'm not gonna be here in 30 minutes. Okay. Are you? Gonna, are, you are you listening? I'm turning this off in the next five minutes. Do not touch my. A wife paid the bill. Leave my left. Your wife hasn't paid the bill. Now maybe your wife is out lallygagging, doing something else. Whoa, 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 whoa! First of all, you keep her, keep her out of this, all right? Okay. You're the one that brought her in. You're the one that keeps telling listen. me what she has done and what she listen, hasn't done. Listen, listen, keep my. Hey, that's why I draw the line. I'll be there in 30 minutes. Me and you can talk. Right, I'm, I'm not going to continue to go back and forth with you, sir. I don't have 30 minutes. You got I got 10 minutes. You understand me? I got to. I'm, I'm going to leave right now. I'm going to get the car right now, okay? I'll be there in 30 minutes. Sir, I don't have 30 minutes. I'm turning it off. You can call downtown and get uh, headquarters to turn it back on, and we'll come back out here, and it's a reconnect fee for $150. So I got to come up with 300 Oh, hell no. Listen, Sir, listen, your listen. bill is 200 and something dollars, and that's going to be a $150 reconnect fee. That's some What the No, hell no. Hey, I'll be there in 10 minutes. This Okay, well, sir, I, 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 and I've told you before, you have five minutes to get here. No, I, listen, listen, listen. Let me call my neighbor real quick. Hold on, let me call. Let me, hold on, let me call. I, I don't have time for you to click over and call other people, sir. Is there somebody that can give me a money order right now? Yeah, yeah, right now I can get you a money order. In, in five minutes. Okay, now who's going to do that? I don't know. I call my wife. I told you, your wife is the reason why you're in this situation. I'm going to report you to your supervisor. How are you going to report me when I'm out doing my job? You should report your wife for not doing what she's supposed oh, to be doing. Hey, hey, listen, listen. I don't listen. care what you say. If, do you want your lights on or off when you get here? I want my lights on. What the f you got lights on? Your lights are getting turned off in the next two minutes because your wife didn't pay the damn bill. Oh, tell you. Excuse me? Oh, tell you.
can eat my wife's name out your mouth. I tell you what, you know what my supervisor would tell you? I don't give a what your supervisor would tell he me. He would tell you that you have been talking to nephew Tommy from the CMR the morning show. You just got pranked. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's some <laughs> up, man. I was, hey. I was on my way to... Your co-worker got you. Joseph, he got you. I'm going to get his... <laughs> man, don't do that no more, man. Man, you had me... <laughs> Hey, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Come on, man. Steve Harvey Morning Show. With nephew Tommy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Yes, I did. I did it. It's me. We know. It's All right, nephew. Thank you. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building, ready for you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have a special guest, Mr. Ed Gordon, our friend, our family member, the legendary journalist, Ed Gordon, the, the commentator, the author. Ed will join us to talk about his new primetime news show on BET and BH1. That is coming up at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO, our chief love officer, Steve Harvey, in the building to try and help you with your love questions. Here we go. Jewel in St. Pete says, I've been dating a man for a few months and he used to work with my dad. When my dad found out about us, he told me that my boyfriend got fired for stealing office supplies. Do I break it off now or take my time and form my own opinion? Well, everybody that stole office supplies. Uh-uh. Ain't like he stole a car or, you know, or one of the trucks from down there to come. Uh-huh. Who ain't stole office Pins, paper. I, for the first time ever in my house, one time I owned a stapler. I have never bought a stapler. <laughs> Why? Who buy a stapler? Yeah. Dog, I had a stapler at my house, man. I had a paper cutter. I stole a paper cutter one time. Oh, I cut paper in my house. Yeah, with the, with the big blade on it. I don't even know why I stole that. How did yeah. you steal it is a question. How did you get it in there? Put it under something, carry it, and put it in my car. Okay. <laughs> I stole from cafeteria. Who ain't stole no office supplies? I break up with no man because he stole office supplies. Does your dad just want you know to this why you can't run for it. nothing. You do know that. You know this why. You well, you know, you know, it's you know. Check. <laughs> I'm gonna go right back to an old something Carla taught me. Uh-huh. The word is alleged. Hello. <laughs> you better use it, baby. They don't have no proof. Not what yeah. you know, it's what you can prove. And then all yeah, these is right. jokes any damn way. If Donald right. Trump can be president, you Anybody. can run for office. Hello. Okay. Next one, <laughs> Raven in Belize says, my boyfriend and I were hanging out with some of his friends. and One of them brushed against me and told me I had nice lips. I just smiled and quickly walked away. My boyfriend asked what he said. Do I tell him the truth or keep it to myself. Mm-hmm. Now you need to keep that to yourself because this don't the energy we have about that type of stuff is different. So as long as you don't him. respond, no, don't tell your man that one. Because that that like that you, you have no idea what that could go. Now the question you need to ask yourself, Raven, is did you want him brushing up against you? Yes, did it bother you what he said? Yes, and he smiled and just walked away. 
And that's all he said. You got some nice lips. He can't say that in front of your boyfriend. So he paid you a compliment person. Now, you know, that means him and him and your him and your boyfriend and him ain't that close. Y'all was hanging out with some people. That ain't his boy boy. That ain't his homie. No, he wouldn't do that. So, you know, the real homie ain't gonna do that. But, you know, as y'all relationship <laughs> progresses, keep your eye on it. And then warn well, your boyfriend. Let's get back to these lips though. Go to uh SteveHarryFM.com and let us see what they looking like so we can understand what the man was talking about. I mean, we can't get a clear you picture to see it. Without we want to see it. We want to see it. All right. Moving on to Ursula in Hampton. Ursula says, I'm 39 years old and I'm having an affair with no, my you're not. sons. Huh? Not with a name Ursula. You ain't <laughs> yeah. They ain't making no more Ursula. No. Hell, they, no. really they ain't made Ursula. <laughs> She's 39. 60 years. No. <laughs> that's, that's young for Ursula. Come on, Shirley. <laughs> Anyway, she's having an affair with her son's best friend's dad, okay? She said, we all went on a spring break trip like we're a family, so I'm confused as to why he won't leave his wife. My son will figure things out soon, so how should I handle this? What? So, wait a minute. They all went on a trip together yeah, without she said his we all, wife? Yeah. I, I, she said, they went on a spring break trip like we're a family, so I'm confused as to why he won't leave his wife. Mm. She must be sick. There must be something wrong with Dwight. What's she Shut up. Why she ain't she is so sick. stupid. She, yeah. she had to be bedridden or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what black woman lets her husband go with the other woman because she couldn't make the trip. You, you ain't working that Maybe hard. she was working, yeah. Hey, hey, medical leave. <laughs> you can't let that go down. Is she incarcerated, dog? What you think? I don't. I don't. I, I can't think of no way this black woman is making this trip go down. Neither can I. But yeah, I got nothing. Now your question uh -uh. is, why won't he leave his wife? Cause why? 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 Why do he have to? Yeah. Hello. There you go. He got you. He didn't say he wanted to marry you. He said he wanted you. Y'all be adding too much to the sentence. Oh my God, I want you so bad. He didn't say he wanted to be with you the rest of his life. He didn't say he wanted to marry you. He just said he wants you so bad. And he wants you more than he wants anything in life. Those all these is true statements. Yeah. Ain't nobody marrying no Ursula, though. Ain't nobody doing that. No, yeah. Because of her name? Well, I'm not going to be sitting up there <laughs> trying to work out sexy Steve and Ursula. Ursula. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to be doing this here. Yeah. Steve, Steve, Grandmama here. Leave her name alone. <laughs> Is that what we concerned about her name? Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, I one. bet Ursula fine though. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you can mean that. Thank you. <laughs> so Here we go. So, all right, moving on. Last one, Steve. Catherine in Stamford. Catherine says, I'm married to a man that won't wear his wedding band. He wants to get a tattoo on his ring finger instead. I don't think that's good enough. And he said, I'm overthinking his decision. Is a tattoo acceptable to you? Am I overthinking things? No, because then it ain't a ring. It's a tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, put the mm. ring on, bro. Man, if oh, I tattoo my left hand third finger, you know how many stories I'm going to have about that tattoo? What? Like, give us one. I'm married to Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I'm married to my dreams and visions. And every time I look at it, it reminds me to be remain dedicated to all the goals I've set to myself. I'm married to creating a secure future. Oh, this tattoo gonna have so many meanings behind it. And then I ain't got to tell nobody I'm married. I'm finna lie too. Cause you, the whole tattoo, man, he gonna get a tattoo. Got what? Well, I mean, but that's cool. See, everybody, they famous. Who don't know? Somewhere. Yes. No, but it don't matter though. I, I mean, who don't know they they married? Like I left my wedding ring at the house one day. I was taping mm-hmm. Family Feud, mm-hmm. and I walked out on stage and I realized I didn't have it. And I told somebody, tell somebody from the house to bring it down to the set. And Mr. Harvey, you gonna tape your show without your ring? Yeah. What if Miss Marjorie see that? Miss Marjorie know who, who she married to. Right. And everybody out here know I'm married. Now, what, what this ring missing? But we're not finna tattoo the ring on. Or the date. Some people tattoo the date. I mean, they can do that. Whatever you want to do, that's cool. Ursula. All right. uh, (laughs) Coming up next, renowned journalist Ed Gordon will be our special guest right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Hey, everybody. Uh, like I promised, we got an old family member on the phone. He's back to the show. He's an Emmy Award-winning journalist, television host. He's a best-selling author. And for years, he has covered the nation's top stories. And now he's featured on America in Black. It's a news magazine show that highlights the stories and issues that impact black America. We're going to find out more about it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show my dude, my boy, straight out of Detroit, Cash Tech High. He went to college, but I don't know nothing about that. It's Cash Tech, damn it. Detroit's own, the one and only, Mr. Ed Gordon. Yes, sir. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning, morning, Ed. Morning, Ed. 
Hey, hey man, what's going on, man? I've been away from y'all, man. Man, this crazy, right. man. But you was out. You was uh, what they call it uh, you was uh, what they call it when you brewing. What? You was you was brewing. You was marinating. Oh. He was in the lab. Okay. Coming up with something. Yeah. He was recording the album? What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, let's talk about this, man, because American Black is called a news magazine show. So what sets this apart from the other news shows? Well, what sets it apart is it's about us. Uh, CBS News and BET have collaborated to bring this news magazine. And, and we've been trying to get something like this for a long time. And so, you know, whenever I go places, people say, Ed, you know, we want to see you back. We need your voice out there. So here it is. And, you know, what I tell people is we got to support this kind of stuff. You say you want it. So when it's there, you got to support it. It's a monthly, comes on BET the first Sunday uh, in every month at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and then after that, you can see it on all Paramount platforms. So Paramount Plus, BET, VH1, on all of their platforms, it's all over. So we're excited about the possibility. But I tell people, you got to support. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely right, man. We got in the first episode of America in Black, which comes on, like he said, every Sunday at 10 p.m. on BET and VH1. This uh, Sunday's episode is April 2nd. Tell us about this episode. April 2nd. So, um, Michelle Turner from uh, Entertainment Tonight has a profile of LL Cool J. Uh, Jerika Duncan does a, a story about the shade room. Everybody's on there uh, checking out the news that it breaks. And I do a story about land return. You know, everybody heard about Bruce's Beach and the family that had that mm -hmm. portion yes. of uh, Manhattan Beach returned. Uh, and they, they had to sell it back, but they received $20 million. But the woman who wrote uh, Raisin in the Sun, Lorraine Hansberry, her family used to own 13 properties in Chicago. If that family still owned them today, they would be worth millions and millions and millions of dollars. Mm. The city took it uh, from her father, who was a gangster man, and I don't mean it <laughs> in the true sense, but he was ahead of his time in the 30s. He went to the Supreme Court and won, integrated a neighborhood, but they ultimately took his properties, and now they're fighting to get uh, that property back. So I do a story about that, and really, black folk all over the country can lay claim to land that would, you know, help close this wealth gap we've been dealing with for a long, long time. There's money to be had. You know, we always say this country was built on the back of black folks and we did it for free. And so now some people are, you know, turning back and saying, no, no, we want that money back. Wow. I bet not saying that. I got that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you mean you better not find out you got any more land. Let's be clear on exactly. that. Oh, exactly. Oh, okay. oh. Yeah, come on, Ethan. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a hey, I ain't mad at you, Mr. Harvey. I ain't mad at you, bro. Yeah. You've been doing it the right way for a long time. Yeah, but I bet not have an inch of dirt. No damn way. Anyway, <laughs> this is not about you. Man. Hey, man, CBS and got with BET and, VH8, and, and VH1 for this new show, American Black. Why is it a, a project like this? Why is this important to CBS? You don't have to ask CBS that. <laughs> I, I, listen, let's be clear about this. Uh, you know, a lot of this stemmed from the unfortunate murder of George Floyd. And these companies started to look and they felt like they needed to give black 
folks a voice. And again, I'll I'll say again what I started out with. If we don't support, it's going to go away. And so, you know, uh, let's make sure that the stories that are of import to us and the things that are important to us, we say we want them, and here's an opportunity. So, you know, I don't really care why it started. I just appreciate that it's here, and I'm going to do my damnedest to bring the stories that I know are important to us. And I just say to all the folk who tell me every day when they see me, we need you out there, we want them stories, here they are. Well, folks, Ed Gordon is back. Now, it comes on, the show is called America in Black. It comes on every Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern on BET and VH1. Now, listen to me. We have got to support this type of programming. We've missed this brother. He's back. And the only way for these programs to keep coming is we got to support them. So we got to take advantage. Get off of TikTok and get off of damn Instagram. Quit making that your news source. Half that stuff ain't right. No doggone way. Let's get behind Ed Gordon. It starts this Sunday night, y'all. 10 p.m. Eastern on BET and VH1. This Sunday's episode, April the 2nd, starring the one and only Ed Gordon. Ed Gordon, congratulations. We looking forward to this Sunday, man, and thank you, brother. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all, man. We got it. Ladies and gentlemen, Ed Gordon. Yeah. We'll be watching, Ed. We got you. Yeah, got you, man. Yes, sir. Hey, y'all, we'll be right back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. Don't go nowhere, because I'll still be here. Me and these fools I work with. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so, Steve, we know you have your new product, Elevate Out, the healthy green powders. So tell us about it. I mean... You know, on the show, we're using it and all that. So we want to just find out more about it. Let the people know. Elevate. Well, I think the best way to talk about it, I can talk about it, but Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a salesman. I got into the health and wellness space Uh to try to help people change some things about them. Digestive, Uh energy, brain fog, Uh you know, that type of thing. And I found a way and I do it. I mean, look at, I'm very clear in the mornings. It's obvious. Yeah, you know, my right. team mm-hmm. is clear. Now, Tommy, you're using the product. Yep. Junior's using Carla. it. Carla's yep. using it. And my husband. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and you should see Tosh. So before he goes to the gym, because, you know, he's a mortgage loan officer. So he's like on the phone, on Zooms, conference, you know, like all day. So when uh-huh. he gets ready to go to the gym, Steve, he has his tumbler. And he puts uh-huh. it in and he's shaking it like <laughs> Like it's a you martini. It. It's, it's, it's so good you like drink it so fast. I don't, I don't yeah, so he in there shaking it, and then he drinks it, and then he goes to the gym. So, you know, yeah. he gets his love energy that. boost. He loves it. He loves the chocolate. So it's all It's good. a good yeah. boost. It's a good it boost of it's energy. And it, la- and it lasts pretty much most of the day. That's what I like yeah. about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, all day. And that flavor, that cherry, I don't know what y'all drinking, but that cherry. Chocolate. I'm chocolate. Oh, I no. Like no. Chocolate. Y'all got to get on this cherry. Y'all got to get on this Junior. I'm on yeah, the cherry. Tommy, I'm with you. I'm on that cherry. You know, we get up early in the morning up to do this show, man. And right. then you, what you normally for this, though, I would tire out by 2 o'clock. Just Fresh. tire out, hit the wall. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't have none of that problem no more, man. I, I go all day until all my business is finished for the day. And you, you know think it's called to elevate you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I can tell. Before then, I was hitting the wall. Two o'clock? Oh, now, folks, I'm not, 
I didn't tell them this is what they had to say. This is just unsolicited. No, you did. There are so many testimonials out there about how good this green drink is mm-hmm. that I've come up with because I took some time and I hired the right people. And this drink really does what it's supposed to do. If you are trying to be rid of brain fog and you want to be just a little bit more regular. Mm-hmm. Your gut health is key. Say that yeah. regular. Uh, <laughs> I will. I, I will say this. Jackie got some issues with it. Because mm-hmm. it's giving me so much energy. I'm chasing her around that damn house where that boy come home yeah. from school. I'm just trying to tell you. I'm chasing oh. her all the way around this house. I'm just saying. Oh. Oh. You know, her nerves. Oh. You ain't got to leave here at 2.30 to go get that Church party. Say, you ain't got to leave just 2.30. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Ah. Now you preaching <laughs> about <laughs> elevation. <laughs> Just go to ElevateU.com, L apostrophe Evate, ElevateU.com. All right. All right. Thank you. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, a TCU football coach had a very necessary talk with his team about sexual harassment, and the video has gone viral. We'll let you hear it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Texas Christian University's assistant AD and strength coach Kaz Kazadi had a very timely and very frank talk with his team about what, quote, consent and sexual harassment are. A cell phone video of the conversation has gone viral and it has received a lot of positive feedback. Take a listen. Let's finish on this. Consent. Remember we went over consent? Deserves it. Good. You're with a young lady. She has to consent to every act. So if you were in the car with her and something went down in the car, that does not mean that something has to go down at the apartment. If y'all did something in the car, that does not mean something else has to happen. That next day, you cannot assume that it is okay to send a dick or something like that. If you're in study hall and a trackster walks by you and she's got tights on and she's going to study, you can and say, look at that fat that's and harassment. She has every right to turn around and press charge against you. If you're not quite sure what the to say, picture it being your little sister or your mother and then shut what you call the up. Are we clear? Yes, sir. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Clear message. You need people to be real clear about this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, here go the people. Why is he talking to the children like that? Because your damn children away from you is doing stuff that's very unchildlike. Mm-hmm. And you trying to get the message home. And if people kill me, man. Like some people, you talking about, Mr. Harvey, I talked to heard you talk to. I had a minister one time. Came to my boys' camp. And I was uh-huh. talking to these boys who was doing something wrong. And I was cussing them. The minister said, Mr. Harvey, I disapprove of that. If you're going to be talking to these kids like that, I'm going to go home. I said, well, brother, you don't have to talk to him this way. <laughs> you don't have to talk to him this way. But I, I, I know who I'm dealing with right here. See, you just walked up and heard it. You don't even know what they was doing. You disapprove of what I would, the way I was saying it to them. If you knew what they was doing and what they was getting ready to do. Right. The same well, thing you used to do when you were a kid. Bruh. Don't and then he got, the, hey man, the minister got mad and left. Whatever, dude. Look, man, y'all be tripping with the method and the way people say stuff, man. You don't know how you got to deal, especially boys, man. I'm sorry. Now, if you can talk to them the way and get through to them, that's cool. I got plenty of people come to the ranch, talk cuss free. Mm-hmm. Plenty of speakers mm-hmm. come up there, don't say a mumbling word. 
but I've been with you for five days. Now, on day four, I done told your ass, we ain't doing that over here. And you, you'd have done it again? Okay, I tell you. Mm-hmm. All right. But but All right. a very timely yeah. message from the coach to the players, to the team. I mean, Perfect, man. Yeah. In this day and age, man, you can't say what you want to say to people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and this is the problem, man. The athletes are losing scholarships. Cost athletes are losing time. careers. Mm-hmm. Actors yes. are losing careers. Yes. People are losing everything they spent their whole life building up to. Because they had a moment. Hey, man, it took hundreds of years to build Rome. Rome fell in a day. Behind what? Some woman. Come on. That's not a slight on women. That's the power of women. That's right. If you don't think women are powerful, w- women can crumble countries, yeah. empires. I mean, but it's outstanding for this coach to speak out and to care about these kids that he's coaching, that he's looking out for every Mm -hmm. single day. Because it's just like you said, Steve, they can lose their future, their scholarships, Mm -hmm. their college education, just like that. Like that. For everything you work for, for a moment. Right. And then sometimes, you know, a lot of kids don't want to hear it if their parents tell them they need to hear it from somewhere else outside of the A different messenger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like their like their coach, like a friend, like someone like that, you know. So this is good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, coach. Good cussing (laughs) coach. Boy, ain't nothing like it, huh? Good cussing coach. Shout out to Coach Gunn. What? (laughs) That was your coach, Junior? Yeah, cussing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming up next, the nephew and the prank phone call for today, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up in about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is my ex was on my couch. Huh? Mm. Excuse mm. me. Well. well. <laughs> But it could have been worse now. It could have been worse. He could have been somewhere bed. else now. He could have been in the bed. Ooh, yeah. The last thing you want to do is wake up with your ex. That's the last thing you want to do. Anyway. That's not exy. That's not exy. That's not It's not, not sexy either. Well, it might be sexy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, nephew, it's on you. It's time for the prank phone call. What you got? Mm. Uh, this is the prank of Dex. The prank of Dex. I'm sorry. Okay. The prank of Dex. And we're about, let's see, 281, 285. Let's go to number 302. Number 302 says tow truck driver. Tow truck driver. When the last time you been towed, Sherry? You didn't have uh, to tow I can't think. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. It's been a minute, but caught. I have been yeah. towed. Okay, this is what you, this normally goes on in your 20s when you get told a yeah. lot, you know. Oh, oh, you know, yeah. most of it is for tickets, but sometimes it's for just, it just don't work no more. It just, I just got to get it towed in. This right here is the tow truck driver, also known as Candyman. Let's go, Cap Dog. Candyman, he just blew out the whole electrical system in the whole, hello? Hello? Hello, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to find Candy. Who is this? Uh, this is Candyman. Okay, you you the, are you the guy with the tow truck? You you the tow truck driver? Yeah, that's me. Trucking. Okay, hey man, you jump started my girl's car three days ago and blew the whole electrical system out, man. I did. Hold on, hold on. Let me get back in my truck. You said I did what now? You do jump people's vehicles when they when they got a stalled vehicle, don't you? 
Right, that's what I do. I, I jump vehicles, yes. Okay. So you actually did my, my girl's car about three days ago, man. You jump started her car. But now when you when you over jumped it is what you did. Okay? You done blew out the whole electrical system in the whole car, the dashboard, everything is just completely out. And they talking about this gonna be about fifteen hundred dollars to get this thing. I'm sorry now, who is this now? My name Kenneth, man. But you, you, my Kenneth. girl Sheila, man. You jump started. You over jumped her car. Well, just wait, wait a minute, Kenneth. There's no such thing as uh, over jumping a car. You can't over jump a car, man. Man, let me tell your cousin. Now, whoever told you that? That's just now. That's just dumb. Hey, let me tell you something, man. You over jumped my girl's car. Okay, and you blew out you the can't entire. You jump a car. What do you mean you? That's what you did, man. You done blew out the entire electrical system. The entire dashboard is completely dead. The people at the dealership saying it's gonna take fifteen hundred dollars to get this thing back up and running. Well, you may want to take it somewhere else because they're trying to rip you off. There's no such. There ain't no such thing as over jumping a car and blowing. And if she drove off that day, then. She should be fine. I've jumped plenty of cars. I jump cars all day long. People always need to jump. I know once I've never over jumped a car you blown out of the electrical system. Look, you over jumped this car, okay? And that's the reason why it's completely shut down. All the fuses are blown out. Everything is completely dead. You over jumped the car. And now this is fifteen hundred dollars and the reason why I'm calling you is you should be the person paying for this. Oh, no, no, hell no, no. Now, that sure ain't gonna happen. I'm not gonna pay for something I didn't do. You did, you did it. You the one overjumped it, man. You overjumped the car. I don't overjump cars. Now, that, now, wait a minute. Now, wait just one minute, man. Now, I'm not gonna argue with you. I jump cars all the time. And you mean to tell me I overjumped your, you? You're a No, I'm not you, you, you know what? You're gonna get your if I don't get this fifteen hundred dollars, I'm sorry. You said what? You gonna get your whoop if I don't get this fifteen hundred dollars to take care of this whole car and the whole electrical system? Well, I tell you what, I'm over here on Martin Luther King right now. Now, if you talking about whooping somebody, you bring it on over here. Now, I don't overjump no cars, and I don't owe you no money. Either. You owe me fifteen hundred dollars, you country son of a. You owe me fifteen hundred. Son, let me tell you something. You'll be in for a long. Day. I will take this tow truck and ram it straight up your ass, and I'm not playing with you. Now, I don't, I well don't talk to people like this, and I sure as hell don't appreciate it when someone talks to me like that. I'm whooping my You got it, man. Hey, you know what? You're going to mess around and get your little tow truck towed off some That's what's going on. And you're going to get your whoop in the mix of all of this, man. Let me tell you something. I need this $1,500 today or tomorrow so I can get my girl coffee. I don't owe you where the did I jump this car off at because that's exactly where I'll meet you at. You you jumped my girl car off at her job. She was downtown at her job. What street? Because I'm down there a lot. I don't know what street it is, but she she worked downtown. See, that's your problem. You're such a dumb she don't even know what street it's on. And you know I owe you $1,500. You are crazy as you hell. I need this $1,500. I'm going to get this $1,500 out your Now, you're going to make a decision on which one you want to do. Either you're going to bring me the 1500 today or tomorrow, or I'm going to have your whooped. You got till 5 o'clock tomorrow. Son, you ain't got to wait on tomorrow. I made my decision right now. I ain't going to happen. I ain't ever going to happen. I don't owe you And if you can get it out of my Son, you can have it, but I bet you this much, you better pack a 
lunch. It's going to be a long night for you, buddy. I don't care how long it's going to be. You're going to get a $1,500 whooping. That's what you're going to get, candy or candy man. You're going to pay You're gonna pay this $1,500. You call me what you want to call me, son, but I tell you this, after I whoop your you'll call me something else. You country Listen, son, I've got to go. i got work to do. I've got somebody outside wait, waiting on me right now to hook up their car. I ain't got time to be arguing with you, son. Alright? Now, if you really want to find me, you really want to find Candyman, everybody out there knows how to find me. You understand me? So if you really want that $1,500, son, you come and get it. But I ain't got time to be sitting here arguing with you all day. I got work to do. I got to get back out of this truck. I got one more thing I need to tell you, and I want you to put this in your mind good and strong. Are you What's listening? Wrong? I'm listening to you, son, as long as you ain't gonna say about me giving you $1,500. I'll tell you what, I want to tell you this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by another record driver named... You know what, that son of a... <laughs> that, that son of a... You know what... <laughs> You're listening to this because I, I sure owe you a $1,500 whooping, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Stupid as stupid can get. Best in the business. The entitled yeah, the king. The entitled yeah. the king. I didn't give that name to myself. They gave it to me. They say I am the king of them now prank phone calls. All right. You earned that, baby. You earned that title. Earned it. Earned <laughs> it. All right. But I am a fool, and there's some more fools with me, and we getting together. A bunch of fools on April Fool's Night starring Monique, me, hosted by yours truly, nephew Tommy, Rodney Perry on the bill, Dominique up in the building, Kia Jr. Boy Spates in the building. We a Texas Trust, baby. Texas Trust down in Dallas, Texas. That's Saturday night, April 1st. This coming Saturday, April Fool's Comedy Jam. Tickets are on sale right now at AXS.com. A is an Apple, X is an S-ray, S as in Sam. Tickets on sale. Laying in the cut, April the 15th, the Laugh and Love Show. That's the Laugh and Love Show. Nephew Tommy, Bubba Dub, and Life Jennings. We giving a little laugh and love. Me and Bubba, yeah, me and me and me, me and Bubba Dub got the laugh, and Life Jennings got the love. All right, tickets on sale right now. We will be at the Sky Pack. That is April the 15th. Come on down. Tickets on sale right now. Okay, all right, all right, all right. And then laying way in the cut, way in the cut at the end of April is Nephew Tommy and Lou Nail getting together. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh Lord, God. I want to go to that show, too. <laughs> Phila Philadelphia, oh, my God. Here we come and sound like Philly to me. Well, it sound like me and Lou Nail. That's what it sound like. It sound like it's going to be crazy, so you don't want to miss it. We are coming to Philly. Sound like Philly to me. There you go. All right. Stupid is moving around the country. Stupid is moving around the country. There's a lot of there's a lot of evil that and hate works. moving around, but I'm trying to bring a lot of ignorance and love around too. A lot of laughter. Uh huh. All right, nephew. Thank you. Coming up next, it is a strawberry letter subject. My ex was on my couch. We'll find out what that's all about when we get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. 
Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on work, on sex, on relationships, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. All you have to do is click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one today. And you never know, it could be yours. So write us. It, mm-hmm. it could be. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my ex was on my couch. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm in my mid-30s and I got divorced a year ago and I was getting over my ex-husband and I had started dating someone new. I got the house and the divorce and my ex did not have a problem with that until he found out I was dating a man that's way more handsome and put together than he's ever been. He got jealous and started texting me things about the man being over to my house all night and he said it wasn't a good look. I blocked his cell number and I blocked him on social media, but our mutual friends kept him in the loop about every little thing I did with the new guy. It got messy, but I was only focused only on this new guy and losing weight because he is so fine. One of my girls popped by one evening and my new man was painting the kitchen with his shirt off. She went and spread that bit of tea and then my ex-husband started riding by my house. He sent a message to me through my sister saying we need to talk about selling the house. This is my house. So I knew that was a lie. I thought avoiding him would make him go on with his life, but it only made him try harder to get to me. When I got home Thursday, his car was parked out front and my front door was opened. I called my sister to tell her that he was there and she encouraged me to go inside and talk to him. I found him sitting on the couch crying. He pulled me close to him and he apologized for cheating and said he can't stand to see me with another man. I've waited for that apology for almost two years. He said he will never stop loving me. My heart melted. We made love and then he asked for a second chance to get things right. Is he being sincere or is he doing all of this because he is jealous? Well, of course he's doing all of this because he's jealous. I mean, you know, it's getting back to him that you got a new man and he's fine and all of that. Uh, but, yeah, he's jealous, but he didn't think about any of this when he was out there cheating on you. Now, did he? But now, since you've moved on with your life with this fine man, you're enjoying your life now, you're happy. Now your ex realizes how much he missed you and everything. It's, it's been a year since you guys uh, got the divorce and everything, so he's had time to think about what he's lost. I'm sure he has regrets, but guess what? He did this. He broke up the family. He broke up the home. We all know life is about changes. We know that, and and the wrong decision, wrong, life is 
decisions about choices, I should say, the wrong decision uh, can affect you for the rest of your life. And clearly your ex didn't make the right choice and he acted stupidly when he cheated. I mean, that's obvious. My suggestion is if you want to move on, would be to put the house on the market and sell it, okay? Just like your husband suggested. Move away, start over if you can. Your ex won't let you have any peace. You see that in this house you two used to share because he just can't stand the sight of another man in what he thinks is still his home. Uh, the other thing is, please keep all these other people out of your business, please. The sisters, the friends, all of that. They can't just be popping up. They know where you live. You know, that would be a good reason to sell it too. They're running back, telling your ex what's going on. Now he's asking for another chance. So it boils down to to does he deserve a second chance after what he did to you? Will you ever be able to forgive him and trust him again? Most importantly, do his words line up line up with his actions? If the answer to any of these questions is no, then no. Move on. Continue to move on with your life. Steve? Well, my ex was on my couch. Uh, this is really borderline uh, dangerous a little bit. Uh, but I'm going to give you my honest opinion, and here it is. You're in your mid-30s. You got divorced a year ago. You was getting over your ex. He started dating up somebody new. You got the house in the divorce. Your ex didn't have a problem with that. till he found out that I was dating a man that was way more handsome and put together than he, he has ever been. Okay, jackpot. So now you have moved on and found something actually better but you gotta understand how busy the devil is and I'm gonna show you that in this letter so now he got jealous and started texting me things about the man being over my house all night and he said it wasn't a good look it wasn't a good look to who it ain't a good look to him it ain't a good look for him why it ain't a good look why cause he got all these spies out here you're divorced It's been over a year. But let me explain something to you. It's actually been more than a year. The divorce is just the date that the courts give you. The marriage was over before that. It just took y'all time to get the okay (laughs) finalization from the the court. Y'all had been stopped being all right with each other. Long time before that. So it's really been way more than a year. I blocked his cell number. I blocked him on social media, but our mutual friends kept him in the loop about loop about every little thing I did with this new guy. Now I want you to understand something. Quit saying our mutual friends, because them ain't your friends. Them is his friends. Them are not those. They're not your friends, sister. It got messy, but I was only focused on the new guy and losing weight because he's so fine. You better go, girl. Go on and get your life right. You got got a man that's helping you improve yourself. You got a chance to be happy. When I come back, I'll tell you the rest. All right, Steve. Hang on. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Uh, Today's Strawberry Letter title, My Ex Was On My Couch. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, my ex was on my couch. What? You done got a divorce from your ex-husband. Why you got a divorce, I don't know. He cheated, I understand, later on. But he been doing you wrong for a while. 
You've been divorced for over a year. That's just the legal moment that the courts allowed it. Your marriage was over long before that. So it's been over two years probably since you've been out there in the dating game. So you got out there. You'd have met somebody way finer than your husband than he ever been. And uh, and, and, you, and your husband is jealous, start telling you stuff about the man and it wasn't a good look. It ain't a good look for who? Man, stop letting people put their insecurities and ill feelings on you and why you got... It's a bad... It's not a good look for who? And then, so you blocked his cell number, you blocked him on social media, but then y'all mutual friends kept him in the loop about every little thing I did with the new guy. Those are not your mutual friends. Stop looking at that. Them haters. And the devil is busy, man. The devil used a lot of people to get his way. So, so the devil don't want you to be happy. The devil don't want you to see this new blessing. Because I tell people all the time, the breakup is often the blessing. But to get you not to see it, now here the devil come with all these tricks. And now you said, uh, you know, you only been focused on this new guy losing weight because he's so fine. One of my girls popped by one evening and my new man was painting the kitchen with his shirt off. She went and spread that bit of tea. And then my ex-husband started riding by my house. Okay. He sent a message to me through my sister saying we need to talk about selling the house. Selling the house? Why? Once again, something to benefit him. It's not a good look. It's not a good look to him. We need to think about selling the house. This is my house. We ain't selling sugar, honey, ice, tea. That's what we ain't doing. I wish I would, man. You're going to give up your asset and share it with him like it's a we? No. No, sister. He keeps dropping this guilt on you like he got rights. He gave up them rights when he gave up his marriage. So I knew that was a lie. I thought avoiding him would make him go on with his life, but only made him try harder to get to me. But why, though? See, you know what somebody told me one time? The finest woman in the world is your ex on the arms of another man. Mm. I told you that, boom. Boomerang, grandma. <laughs> the finest woman in the world is your ex on the arms of another man. And now here his ass come. We selling the house. No, 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 it's your house. Why would you sell the house? For what? That's your asset. You know, you got your new man painting the kitchen with his shirt off. When I got home Thursday, his car was parked out in the front of my front door was open. I called my sister to tell her that he was there, and she encouraged me to go inside and talk to him. What? Now you go inside to talk to him. I found him on the couch crying. Where was all them tears when he was over there at other chick's house? Where was all them tears in divorce court? See, in court, man, they'll give you a chance to rethink the divorce. They will ask you if this is what you really want to do. But what, no tears then? Yeah, let me get on out of here. I got some things I got to do. He pulled me close to him, and he apologized for cheating and said he can't stand to see me with another man. I told you that. I've waited for that apology for almost two years. Here we go. I've waited for that apology for almost two years. I told you it wasn't just a year. This marriage been on. I've waited on that apology for two years. Why would it take a person who is kind-hearted two years to apologize? And what is this? What is this closure that women always want? See, you just wanted some closure. Now, here he come with this apology that you've been waiting for 
for two years. He said he would never stop loving me. I know. Okay, cool. My heart melted. We made love, and then he asked for a second chance to get things right. Is he being sincere, or is he doing all this because he's jealous? He jealous. He jealous. Yeah, he regret losing you. I bet he do. Because you done jumped over that fence, thought that grass was green. But the only see, the only reason that grass looked greener on the other side, because you stopped watering the grass on your side. So now you done went over there and found out they, they wasn't nothing but a bunch of tricks in the first place. Now you want your real girl back. You know, I would be curious what would happen, uh, sister, in your mid-30s, if you would share all this information with your current new boyfriend. Just share the information with him. He may have a plan for you that's way better than this fool ever had for you. You may be, you may, you may have a blessing right in your house. And now you finna mess up and listen to this fool right here. If I were you, before I make a decision to go back to your ex-husband who divorced you, always remember why you got the divorce in the first place and what has changed since then. Well, what has changed since then? If I were you, I would sit down and have this discussion with my new man and see what his intents are before I go back to this one. This don't sound good to me, though, sister. It really don't. All right, thank you. Leave your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast. Coming up next, it is Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. Junior, what you got? Okay, well, let's go ahead and talk about it. These girls out of South Carolina on their way to the Final Four. Yeah, the game, yeah. Fox, well, I'm telling you, the yeah. girls is balling. They, they beat Maryland the other day, 86 to 75. And I'm telling you, it looked like uh, they probably going to take it, man. The way they play, man, they, they, <laughs> they ain't losing, but they ain't winning by a small margin. They winning by 15 and up. <laughs> that's, that's a difference. 15 because they up. got that killer in them. Yeah, man. I mean, they do, man. That point guard, uh, Cook, and that girl, yeah. uh, the center, Boston. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Leah Boston. They doing it, man. So they're on their way to the Final Four. Uh, Virginia Tech was over Ohio State, 84 to 74 in the women's. Uh, they're on their way to the Final Four. So here's the matchups in the women's Final Four. LSU and Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Then you got, man. This is going to be the game. Iowa and South Carolina. Ooh, that's no, going to be the game. Oh, man. They're going to oh. get their ass mocked. <laughs> <laughs> Iowa going to get their ass mocked. He said, no, it ain't. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, that's one and two, man. Also, man, here's some good news, too, man, for my brother, man. I, I, I love this coach, his energy. Uh, on the men's side of NCAA, Texas former interim coach Rodney Terry is now the head coach. Yeah. Dropped this interim. He got the job. Five-year deal. Uh, great. That brother, man, had a lot of energy, man. Took Texas to Elite Eight, man. But I, I'm just glad they did the right thing and kept well, him. He got the five-year deal, man. Well, who in the Final Four for the Men's <laughs> oh, Final Four, uh, thought we talked about that. Uh, Miami. He know, he know damn well. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Know he no, to say I don't. no, I don't. <laughs> FAU in San Diego State. And San Diego got, State is in the yes, Final Four? Yeah, for the first time. They beat Creighton. Yeah. Then you got Miami and UConn, huh? So that's going to – now you got to put your money on now, Miami. My only disappointment is Alabama ain't in there. Yeah. That's my only that's disappointment. That's your only disappointment. <laughs> 
This is only just well, one I time. I was trying to tell y'all about Miami. I know yeah, Miami, though. Yeah, you, you did. I did, too, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of told it, y'all. Yeah, you kind of told it. Like we know, man. Somebody San Diego even... State, boy, that's Cinderella right there. They in there, man. So here we San go. San Diego also. State, I ain't never had no basketball team. I don't know what's happening. San Diego State, there. what up? San Diego State ain't never had a basketball team. They surf. <laughs> they got one surf and They got one volleyball. Where the hell they get <laughs> they damn basketball players? They in there. So let's go see, man. It's going to be some good basketball this weekend. I'm, I'm excited because the championship game is coming <laughs> Monday. Monday night? Yes. Yeah, so Miami's man. playing who? Miami is playing UConn. Florida. Oh, UConn. Yeah. Miami playing UConn. You could possibly have two Florida teams in the finals. In the finals. You could possibly. You could. Yeah. It's possible. We're going to see. Yeah, that. come on. F All F A right, uh, Florida Atlantic. Yeah. All right, Junior. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll talk about Drake canceling his concert right after what? this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful, blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. All right, so Drake has some very upset fans in Sao Paulo, Brazil. He was scheduled to perform at Lollapalooza on this past Sunday, but Drake canceled his show. He canceled it just hours before his call time, and his production team said he had to cancel due to unforeseen circumstances. But his picture surfaced showing Drake hanging out with 50 Cent at... Uh, a Miami strip club the night before, his fans became even more outraged, yes, 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 and blasted him on social media. He couldn't say he missed his flight because everyone knows he has his own jet. I mean, after all, we're talking about Drake here. So, <laughs> so Shorty, like... A strip club is unforeseen circumstances. You ain't never seen that. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. The show tomorrow... God, dog. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so he- here's the question. Ha- have you guys, comedians, I know you travel a lot, um, have you had to cancel a show at the last minute like Drake? Mm. No. Uh, what no. was your excuse? I haven't. What'd Hell no, because I, I ain't never I, had the money no. Drake got. I got to no. go. I got to be there. <laughs> mm-hmm. We can't be late. We did the day before. Month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Steve always taught us to get there the day before. The day because before. And miss my money because I'm at a strip club. <laughs> 
<laughs> Steve Harvey's money. To you. <laughs> Drake got that. Drake can miss some shows. I got to be there. <laughs> yeah. No, I ain't missing nothing. Yeah. No. Tommy, you in Dallas now, ain't you, Tommy? Already. Already. Show sad. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> nah. But, Steve, you did miss the show, right? Because you... you we're traveling. You wanted to get there the day of the show, and that's what taught you the lesson. I think that I missed two you. shows in my entire career. Driving through Knoxville, Tennessee, trying to get to Asheville, North Carolina. Car broke down. I got there thirty minutes late, too late. And then I missed the show uh, in Birmingham due to weather, cause the day of. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I and and I me boom and Juan was waiting on this plane, and the weather came and messed it up and. I got there and I missed one show. I got there in time for the next two. After that, mm-hmm. never again. I'm going in the night before. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I've never, before. ever missed my show call time except twice in my Bought career. Bought lesson is the best lesson. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. You had to yeah. And that first money? show I missed wasn't nothing but $100. Mm-hmm. And that cracked me. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> That one hurt more than the Birmingham show. Because I needed that hundred. Lord, Lord God. You keep going on this path, though, that you're on now with all these lessons and everything. You're going to be something one day. Just Still, keep I'm on trying. what you're doing now. Yeah. I'm trying. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. You're going to make something about yourself. Mm-hmm. You're going to make later. it. Yep. I'm trying. Yep. I appreciate the I've been praying for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been praying. <laughs> oh, you can have, every, you know, all the stuff you ever dreamed of, Steve. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, do you, you have any hard you? work? Is that what you Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any debt? You have any What's outstanding it? debt? Like, do you have any debt? Like, am I late? Owe? No, not late. Like on his oh, credit yeah. cards and stuff. Like, is that, no, is there owe? no bills? Is everything just just debt free? Well, I don't I don't do cars because that's a depreciable item. Mm-hmm. So you just so you go just and buy car cash. Right. You just pay it outright. Yeah, I'm not going because that's a depreciable item. I'm not going to yeah, pay well, you yeah, interest. Okay. On something that's worth less as soon as I drive it off the lot. I'm not going to do that for you. Now, uh, I mean, but you know, I I mean, in the the interim, you got to do what you got to do. You want a car, don't you? Hell. It ain't like I ain't never done it before. I just had to stop. What you say, been there, though? Now, like, like, I I have a house that's not, like, paid for. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. But most of my land is paid for, and I don't. But I have a like house. you ain't got no like you ain't got no dealer's card. You don't have that. You don't. <laughs> You're so you ain't got none of that. <laughs> you ain't got no Macy's card. None of that. That's what I'm trying to get to. That's <laughs> Junior with Macy's now. Don't get him confused. I got, I got one. <laughs> no, and I'm not bad at it. I don't even know where the Macy's at. Right. No more, I know Coming it's up one of those 34th up in hour. New York, though. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, I've talked about this earlier, but my business partner and I, her name is Tasha Lanier, uh, we're launching a new lifestyle collection. It's coming up this Saturday, April 1st. It's at the grand opening of the lab right here in Atlanta. Our company is called Berry Land, Berry Land Co. It is a combination of our last names. Uh, we will debut our collection of love black women totes and handbags, customized jackets, my love Shirley Strawberry Candle collection, and 
more. So if you are in the Atlanta area, please come shop with me this Saturday, April 1st, at the grand opening of the Lab Retail Company. The doors open at 11 a.m., and I will be there until the last customer leaves. Please come hang out with us this Saturday. The Lab is located at 3039 Amweiler Road in Atlanta, so I will see you Saturday, hopefully. Your your wife already has her candles. Uh, Junior, you and your wife have your candle collection. Everybody, yes, Steve, you guys are yes, taking care do. of Monica. So I want you to make me a hurricane candle, one that don't that don't, don't blow out. So when the hurricane season come, I'm ready. It's a nice hurricane candle. When the power go off, I'm scared as hell, so I need some help. I know. You really are. (laughs) You really are. (laughs) So, again, the doors open at 11 a.m. this Saturday, 3039 Amweiler Road in Atlanta. Hopefully, I'll see you guys there. Mm -hmm. Well, congratulations, Shirley Strong, baby. All right, Barry Lamb. You're welcome. All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We will do a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather, guys, be brutally honest with your wife? Or would you rather just ignore her questions, just act like she's not even talking to you? Which one? Me. Me. I do be anyway. <laughs> oh, do, oh, oh. You wait till what? I talk to you. Yeah. And you still you live to tell that story? What? Yeah, I'll tell you what I do a lot when I hear what? her calling me. Steve, uh-huh. Uh-huh. act like I don't hear a damn thing. <laughs> so rude, Steve. What's wrong with so rude, been... Steve. Oh yeah, answer her. Ignore her. No, hell no. What? Where did you get the twenty of them? You gotta let us let some time go by. Call Steve twenty oh, she's times. Hot, then. She's hot. Twenty times. I gotta say your name oh, twenty uh-uh. times. Maybe it'll go I know away. You hear me? Maybe I know you hear me. That's horrible. Uh uh-uh, uh. Pass me. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Mm, I'm scared of my wife. I don't know. No, as you should. Yeah, I, I've ignored a question before and saw the repercussions. I can't do that. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. I was looking at the TV and it just turned off. I didn't know. I said, "What the God?" Didn't know she had the remote and just hit the power button. I'm not doing that. No, I'm gonna answer these questions. Mm-hmm. All right. Smart would, man. Uh, would you rather get just one thing, just one thing on your body reduced, or would you rather get one thing on your body enlarged? Mm-hmm. Reduced. Oh, oh reduced. reduced. Yeah, reduced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What would you reduce, though? My stomach. Cut that bad um, boy right on down. Ooh, so I'm with I'll you. say I have so many rolls of muscle on this thing yes, right here. Yes. Ooh, you quit talking to me. Family Feud gonna have a problem because all I'm wearing is vests. <laughs> <laughs> and we have talked about these bottoms. You will have some bottoms on. <laughs> I don't want no shirt though. <laughs> or either all my shirts is gonna be fishnet shirts. <laughs> and crop. Just sexy with it. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna crop them. You ain't gonna do that too much. Yeah, That's a no. good look though. Show off that six pack. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but oh, I'm getting my legs elonged. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Elongated. He got Elongated. To. So you can be All taller. Right. Okay. Steve, <laughs> so he can see what it's much. like up here. 
Six one, right around six one. I ain't trying. I ain't trying to go too tall. Six one, man. Your nose will be bleeding all the time. <laughs> all right, let's get this last one in. Would you rather walk to the subway late at night for a snack, or would you rather just go to bed hungry? Which yeah, because I don't want to be is? Jesse Smollett. Jesse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't need to be out there late at night trying to get no damn sandwich. <laughs> And them two big Africans show up with them mega hats on and get that rope around my neck and my sandwich fall. Now I got to crawl through this darkness to find this subway sandwich. All right. Look, that's today's round of Would You Rather. We'll be back to close out the show with Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day. And uh, it's been a day. Um, we got to say thank you to Ed Gordon, who was with us earlier. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And we love Ed Gordon. He has a brand new show coming out this Sunday on BET. And, um, yeah, we make sure we watch that. And uh, thank you, Ed, for coming by and sharing with us. America in Black is what it's called. It airs this Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern on BET, VH1, and streaming on BET Plus and BET Her. So please don't miss it. Congratulations, Ed. As mm-hmm. long as you ain't on Friday night. As long as you ain't on Friday night. You know, so, be quiet. Uh, I'm I'm gonna, my closing remarks at this for the people in Nashville, but really a conversation overall. Again, our hearts, prayers, condolences have to go out again to yet another group of families who have suffered a census loss of child, family members, somebody's mother, somebody's grandmother, somebody's aunt, somebody's daughter, somebody's son, somebody's child. Once again, we have to send out our prayers and condolences to another city, Nashville, Tennessee. We're going to fly our flags at half-mast at the Capitol again to show that we are with you and we support you. We again, the Democrats, will call on the Republican Party to do something about these guns. We will find out again that these guns represent too much income for anybody to do anything about it. We are going to find out that our children is not considered as valuable as their children. We are going to find out that your life and the American public's lives come second to the profit and the will of the NRA. The NRA has done a masterful job of corrupting the Republican Party because there isn't a Republican anywhere that will vote for any gun lobbies because they have masterfully crafted the Second Amendment 
Now, they got those of you who are not rich, who are not making profits off of these guns. They got you voting in the right way because they got you thinking somebody's coming to take your guns from you. And we're not going to let that happen. And that ain't what passing the gun laws is about. Nobody wants to take your hunting gun. Nobody wants to stop you from hunting. Nobody wants to stop you from going to the gun range. Nobody wants to stop you from protecting your house or your property or your family even. What we are trying to get everybody to understand is everybody got a gun, don't need one. You know, what about what is your gun for that you're purchasing? Isn't it conjunction with, with, with hunting? Shouldn't you have a license to have it at your house? Or even if you're going to have a license to carry I don't know what the real answer is, but I do know we ain't supplying no damn answers. See, it ain't that we don't know what the answer is, because I think we do. We need to stop the sale of a lot of these guns. But you ain't finna do that, though, because the NRA got y'all in their hip pocket. And for those of you Republicans out here, man, really, man, you can pull the blinders over your eyes all you want, but they're killing people out here today and you won't do a damn thing about it because you want to keep supporting the Republican Party because of everything they stand for. And that's your right. But doggone, man, you still think these guns is okay? How many more children, how many more innocent people have to die at the hands of some butthole that walks into a classroom, a movie, a church, a mosque, a synagogue, a mall, anywhere, a amusement park. You can't go no damn where without some toe coming in here, man, with a rifle killing people. Are you serious? And you don't want to do nothing about it? Well, let me tell you why I don't think you want to do nothing about it, because it ain't happening to your kids. See, you got your kids wrapped up and protected in a cocoon in these certain, I'm talking to senators now. I'm talking senators, congressmen. I'm talking about House representatives. Oh, you got your kids wrapped up in a nice little cocoon. Mm-hmm. Well, they got probably some safety uh, things in, in place. But we ain't got the funding to do that at all schools. So here come this batty heifer the other day and walks into the school in Nashville and kill all these innocent people. Horrific that a parent has to get the call to go up here to get your baby's body. Are you kidding me? And we ain't going to do nothing about it. Because y'all damn Republicans would rather sit here and vote for Trump and vote for DeSantis and let them take black history out of schools in Florida and let them remove blacks from this and stop the border and all this here. Oh, the drugs is coming across. If your ass wasn't using all these drugs, they would quit bringing them over here. But we got the largest amount of drug users, and it ain't because they making the drugs. It's because we're using the drugs. We ain't going to do nothing about that either because y'all got your hand in that pocket too. It's about money, y'all. It's about that all money, almighty dollar. OJ said it best. People will sell their precious body for a small piece of paper. It carries a lot of weight for that mean, old mean, mean green. And that green is more important in these lives out here. And that's the America we live in. And that's a damn shame. And all of you Republican voters who do nothing about it, these kids' blood's on your hands. In my closing remarks, see you.
All Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Life is full of unexpected moments from car repairs to vet bills. Aspire Credit Card is there for you. The Aspire Cashback Rewards Card empowers you to manage everyday needs and surprises while rewarding you with 3% cashback rewards on gas, groceries, and utilities, plus 1% on all other eligible purchases. Worried about your credit? With Aspire, less than perfect credit is okay. And you can see if you pre-qualify without affecting your credit score. Visit Aspire.com and see if you pre-qualify. Accept it at your favorite stores where you use MasterCard. Visit Aspire.com and see if you pre-qualify today. Build. Grow. Aspire. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.